Food Heals Podcast, episode 252. As humans, all of us have this fundamental human need for contribution. If we are not working towards that, if we are not acting on that, then we're not going to feel fulfilled. At the end of the day, it's how we all feel working together in everyone's passion and collaboration. Create the right atmosphere. That wisdom is going to emerge and create things that are just unbelievable that you never would be able to do if you hadn't had everyone together. Everyone plays their part and everyone has their role. And it is the differences that makes the power. Holistic Voice presents the Food Heals Podcast with your hosts, Alison Melody and Susie Hardy. Join the Food Heals Nation and learn the secrets to go from feeling unwell to healing yourself. Warning, side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, an increase in sexual activity, feelings of joy, cravings for kale and quinoa, and a spike in Tinder matches. In rare cases, people have experienced a strong desire to put down the Ben and Jerry's, get off the couch, and take a walk outside. If you experience any of these symptoms, tell your Facebook friends immediately. All right, welcome, Food Heals Nation. Thanks for joining us. I'm Allison Melody. Happy Friday. Today's a bonus episode in part three of our travel series. Thank you to the amazing Erica Mandy, Leslie Durso, Whitney Lauritsen, and Melissa Glashevsky. I am so honored to have you on the last two podcasts. And today, I wanted to take you, Food Heals Nation, with me on one of my recent vacations. Food Heals Nation knows that I travel a lot. And whether it's for conferences, speaking gigs, filming, podcasting, no matter where I am, I meet all kinds of interesting and fascinating people. So on my recent trip to Puerto Rico, I met some fascinating, fabulous people. So you know me, I bribed them with some wine and I said, let's do a podcast. (laughs) So look, the sound isn't perfect. We're not in the studio. We barely talked about food, but you're going to get to hear from three extraordinary women doing extraordinary things. So why were we in Puerto Rico to begin with? Well, we were there for a mastermind event. It's called Porta Palooza. It's hosted by JLD, John Lee Dumas, and Kate Erickson. They are from Entrepreneur on Fire and Kate's Take. You know them. They were on some of the original episodes of Food Heals back in the day. And when I started this podcasting journey three years ago, three and a half years ago now, actually, these were two people that I looked up to as podcasters and successful entrepreneurs. And so I strove to emulate their success. I wanted to surround myself with other people who had had success in the areas that I wanted to have success in. Since then, I've taken their courses, gone to their speeches at conferences, even gone on a cruise with them, sang a little bit too much karaoke with them. And they've always greeted me with friendliness, candor, and given me all the wisdom and knowledge that I was seeking. So what is a mastermind? The first time I ever heard of a mastermind was in Napoleon Hill's book. It's Think and Grow Rich. It was described as the coordination of knowledge and effort between two or more people who work towards a definite purpose in a spirit of harmony. Beautiful, right? In the book, he says that Andrew Carnegie, one of the richest people in history, attributed his entire fortune and success to his mastermind group. So you've probably seen this. Masterminds are popping up everywhere now. They originated for business, but we're even seeing health and wellness and fitness masterminds now as well. Many of you know I run my own mastermind here in LA. We also do it online. It's called Rise and Bloom. It's for members of Food Heals Nation who have wellness businesses. So I went to this mastermind in Puerto Rico. It was a small group. We gathered at John and Kate's home. And by home, I mean mansion with a pool. And we delved deep into our businesses with John and Kate, who really directed the conversation. And then we all gave each other encouragement and advice so that we could collectively take our goals, dreams, and missions to the next level. 
So I didn't get to have everyone on the show, but I did get to have three women on who I truly admire and I can now call my friends. So I'm excited to introduce you to them. Today we're talking to Dr. Gina. She's a general cosmetic and implant dentist who uses holistic methods in her treatment. She uses a combination of advanced technology and effective natural methods to provide her patients with the best possible care. Her dental office provides everything from natural, non-toxic cleanings to biocompatible smile makeovers and metal-free ceramic implants. And look out for Dr. G's sleep system coming soon. So you know we bonded right away because we were talking about Metal Mouse, one of the topics I love to talk about because I removed all of my mercury fillings. My mom had a metal mouth. She had multiple sclerosis. She had cancer. Are they related? I'm not going to say definitively, but I'm not going to say that they're not either. We also have Sue Dreyer. She's the president of Org Metrics and host of the Construction Dream Team podcast, where she interviews the best, the brightest, and the most accomplished industry leaders every week to share invaluable insights on exactly what you can do to build your construction dream team. She's facilitated partnering for almost 4,000 construction project teams over the past three decades on multi-billion airport expansions, wastewater treatment upgrades, small city paving jobs, pipelines, dams, schools, hospitals, rails. You get it. You name it. She's probably worked on it. And she's a powerhouse. She's killing it. So I wanted you to meet her. And we've got Dorothy Elson. She's a Facebook ad specialist and she's host of the Do Well and Do Good podcast. Do Well and Do Good is founded on the belief that human beings have a fundamental need for contribution gives me chills, with a firm belief that individuals have the power to create a massive impact and that achieving personal success and making a difference can go hand in hand. Her podcast is for purpose-driven individuals who want to create greater success and greater meaning in their own lives. So we clicked right away. We even on the last day took our own vegan tour of Old San Juan on our way to the airport. We had a blast. So I'm excited for you to meet Dorothy as well. So I'm grateful to have met these three inspiring ladies. I'm happy to introduce them to Food Heals Nation. And I just want to thank John and Kate for creating this amazing space for us to meet. And this is the second time I have attended their mastermind. So that means, you know, it's good. You remember Travis Chapel and Dr. Steve Cabral from previous episode of the Food Heals podcast. I met them at the first Puerto Rico mastermind. So it's great networking. You will meet some incredible people in these masterminds. And anyways, if you want to learn more about masterminds, maybe you want to join us in Puerto Rico next year, or maybe you're interested in our Rise and Bloom mastermind, which is our Food Heals Nation monthly meetup online, shoot me an email at info at foodhealsnation.com. And stay tuned because at the end of the episode, after the interviews, I'll be giving you some insight into the best vegan food in Puerto Rico and taking you along with me on our food tour of Old San Juan. Next up, my interviews with Dr. Gina, Sue, and Dorothy. The Food Hills Podcast starts now. All right, welcome, Food Hills Nation. We're sitting here in beautiful Puerto Rico at John and Kate's Mastermind, and I've just met some incredible women, and I have to share their stories with you. So what I'm going to do is ask each of you to introduce yourselves to Food Hills Nation and tell us who you are and what you do. Hi, my name is Gina, and I'm a holistic natural dentist outside the D.C. area. And what got you into that? Basically, I worked in the military for quite some time, and I had uh, started to have children, and there are some quite toxic things in um, regular traditional dentistry. And No way. I know. Who would have thought? But So with the toxins that I discovered and the um, long-term consequences they could have for my patients and my family, I turned over to a more natural way. 
Yes, and that's why I wanted you on this podcast because this is something I'm so passionate about because I've told Food Heals Nation a lot about my family and my parents both having metal mouths and I don't know how much that contributed to their chronic disease, but I bet a lot. And so I'm really glad to have you here. All right, tell us who you are and what you do. I'm Sue Dyer, and I'm president of Orgmetrics, LLC, and we work on very large construction projects and programs. We build teams that build great projects. And what brought you to Puerto Rico? I started a podcast, Construction Dream Team, and it's getting some pretty good traction. Congratulations. We're all podcasters here, so when someone starts a podcast, we get uber excited. (laughs) That's why I'm here. All right, Dorothy. Yes, my name is Dorothy Ilson, and there are really two sides to what I do. So I have a paid traffic agency where I help my clients to scale their traffic profitably um, on Facebook as well as on the Google platforms. And then I also have a podcast. Um, My show is Do Well and Do Good, and it's really all about helping people to bust through their limiting beliefs around money and really fix their head trash, if you will, so that you can increase not only your income, but also your impact. So it's really all about you know how we can leverage our success to give back. And what I love about what you do is the giving back component. So you're all about let's increase this money mindset so that you can make the money that you deserve to make, but also then you can give back to your community, to the causes that you believe in. Tell us a little bit about that. Exactly. So, you know, I think that so many of us grow up with these beliefs around money that are ingrained in us from being a young child where we think, you know, if you have a lot of money, it makes you a bad person. It makes you selfish. You know, all of these things, you know, money is the root of all evil. But in reality, you know, money is actually a tool that we can use in a world with many, many needs. And so if you are someone who really has a drive to live a purpose-driven life and you want to make a massive impact, then one of the best things that you can do is really sort out these these mindset issues so that you can increase your income and, and really use that, leverage that to make a massive impact and leave the legacy that is really meaningful to you as a human being. I'm hanging out with the coolest people ever. I'm so excited. <laughs> okay, so Gina, you really, I asked you this last night actually at the bar. <laughs> Good, good for the health, right? <laughs> yes, and I loved your answer, so I'm going to ask you again, um, because you have such a history in this world, and you had an aha moment that led you to the holistic route of natural health, and I want to hear more about like how you got to where you are, c- coming from a completely different background. Yeah, it's definitely just like the money um, mindset. It definitely is a process. I didn't just all of a sudden go from traditionally practicing the way that I did and my own personal life, my own diet, my own, you know, habits to now I'm this you know, health, the most healthy individual. I'm still on that journey. You learn something new every day. Yep. And it's so individualized too. Um, and so many components beyond just the fact of like, right, obviously I'm going to get some with dentistry. I'm going to get my mouth healthy. That affects any chronic disease that's out there from autoimmune to MS, Alzheimer's, auto, um, you just, you name it, almost anything's diabetes, they're all connected. So I work out with my patients on the diet component and I like anything that's natural, plant-based that comes, I tell them basically, if it doesn't grow in the ground, then we're not gonna use it to get your teeth better. So if it's produced chemically um, or with a bunch of toxins, that's not the route we're going. Um, so slowly I just learned, you know, I started out with just essential oils and like that was how we were going to kill bacteria in the mouth. And next thing I know, I'm using oxygen and breathing um, techniques and it just went over into Chinese herbs and weeds and it just 
kept going, I didn't realize there were so many plants that were available mm -hmm. to improve your health. And then now my current focus is I'm starting to do a lot of certifications in brain health because even though we've gotten all these metals out of people's mouth, there's still lots of toxins that they're getting from other places in the environment. And I want to help make sure that everyone's staying um, healthy from their head to their toes, basically, or mouth to their toes. Um, so that love they it. And yeah, and it really for the bigger picture, like that's why I like love Dorothy's cause so much. And because it's for the bigger picture that then they can be people in this world that are enjoying their family, they're living 20 years longer, they're able to contribute to society, they can, you know, make money, they can just, you know, enjoy what, what motivates them in life. And when your health is bad, everyone knows if your health's bad, like, everything else goes to and you can curse here. <laughs> um, so take us back because you actually started in an industry where you were learning to do mercury fillings. And now you're at a place where you are taking them out. What are some success stories that you've seen that once people remove those fillings and, and fix their mouth issues, what are some things that have happened for them? Right. There's everything from... Usually it's neuromuscular um, disorders where people get the biggest improvements. So um, individuals that before couldn't walk upright, that were wheelchair bound, things like that. I tell people it's not just taking the fillings out was part of it, but then they have to, the food is the part that's going to heal them. Mm -hmm. The detoxes are going to heal them. Acupuncture, light therapy, way to get things out. So it's just the first step that you're not contributing to the problem if you're trying to get rid of something that's harming you. Uh, sorry, I lost my train of thought there for a minute. Um, but yeah, so right, mercury, like I was putting this stuff in people's mouth. I was doing it even back in dental school without gloves because at first you're doing it on fake patients. So and, you're being exposed to it yourself as well. Right, and that's what started to really open my eyes is there were they were just surveys that were sent out to dental assistants because most dental assistants are females and those dental assistants until the really 60s, 70s, 80s, didn't wear gloves. And they were the ones mixing the mercury filling oh my God. for the dentist, squeezing it out in cheesecloth. And so the surveys that they filled out were, um, you know, just have you ever had a child with, you know, an neurological disorder? Have you had um, any um, premature births? Have you had miscarriages? Have you been diagnosed with any neurological conditions? And on those surveys, the female dental assistants at that time, because and the female dentist, but at that time, you know, only 10% of dentists were women, if that. Mm -hmm. Their rates of all of those things were at least four, five, six times more than the general public. They sent surveys out just to other women of the same age and asked about their children. ADHD, autism, are your kids on the spectrum? And yeah, by far. And I was like, at the time, I had one child and was in the military, so they placed a lot of mercury fillings, so I was still doing it. And I was like, oh no, this is bad. Because here I'm doing food stuff, trying to avoid grouper and tuna and all this stuff with heavy metals right. ingesting in my body. But yet every day I'm breathing it, I'm touching it. And I was just like, can't believe I'm trying to be somewhat healthy for my child. And in reality, my career, my job had ruined my, eventually ruined my health and my child's health. But we're working towards that, just like many of your listeners. Yeah, no, you're yeah. doing amazing. And thank you for what you do and educating people is so key. I'm so glad you're here. Um, and when we were driving here from the airport, um, you were talking about Alzheimer's and I would love to hear your take on that. And, you know, is it reversible? Yes, it's reversible. Um, 
I don't know if I can recommend other people's books on the show. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> Dr. Bredenson is his name. He wrote a book um, called The End of Alzheimer's. He's a researcher, and just his research is phenomenal. And the what got me into it as a dentist is the first four things all revolve around oral health. And then probably the next 10 things revolve around nutrition. So I'm like, in reality, everything that I speak to with patients every day are things that can keep them from losing their cognitive function, which again is like your health, all the business stuff, all the hobbies, all of the um, charity work, like you can't do any of it if your brain and your body isn't isn't on par. And I tell people like dentistry is kind of like hairdresser. You know, you learn a lot. And so a lot of my patients don't always have Alzheimer's, but they are the caregivers of individuals with Alzheimer's or someone in their family has Alzheimer's. And there's a huge genetic component too. So knowing that you're at risk with functional medicine tests first, then you can make the necessary changes and right, get rid of, like I said, he definitely recommends the mercury fillings are a no-no. And then lots of things that revolve around not getting enough oxygen. So people are stressed now. So they're not breathing properly mm-hmm. and um, sleep apnea is a huge thing that dentists can help treat so there's a lot of inflammation in the body which you probably know a lot about because mm-hmm. a lot of your guests have talked about AIP diets and using different methods when it comes to Chinese medicine to decrease inflammation and these are all huge areas so I really am just passionate about it now because I can't believe that it actually is reversible. I always knew diabetes was, and I told my patients that was from periodontal disease lengths. And now I'm like, wait, Alzheimer's is? Like, there's no one, any patient I know, that they have a parent diagnosed with it, or they accept it. Yep. That's what we did when my grandmother was diagnosed. We just accepted that this is this is the way she's going to go. Right. And it was so sad. And it's, it's going to be downhill quick and that they're yeah. going to die. And I'm like, that's terrible. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be that way. So mm-hmm. thank you for letting us know about that. And I know you're talking about functional medicine testing. For me, I had um, mercury fillings, and I got them removed 10 years ago. And it was only like two or three years ago where I went to Dr. Harani, my functional medicine doctor, and I still tested positive for the mercury in my body because it's very, very hard to detox mercury out of your body. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, it really embeds itself in organs. So liver, a lot of us have trouble detoxing through the liver. Some of us even have certain, like I know I have an MHTFR deficiency, which some of your readers may know about. Um, Glutathione, like a lot of people don't produce a lot of these chemicals. And so, and they're not in our food anymore because the food is like nutrition void and sprayed. So um, they don't have the chemicals to detox there. And then it sticks in organs like our brain, which is the last place you want right. a bunch of heavy metals. And it's very hard to get them out of those areas unless you do something a little beyond your regular day-to-day diet. So I don't specifically work on people with the chelation, but I refer out to a lot of providers yep. that that's their key. And um, I always tell my patients, like, I don't like, again, taking a bunch of other things to try to get rid of something, anything you can do natural. So the sauna is where you just sweat it out. Yep. Epsom bath salt, you know, salts where you can, again, just get it out through salt methods, you know, lotions, essential oils, frankincense. The more I tell people they can use plants, chlorella, um, when you're talking diet and food healing wise, chlorella, spirinella, there's a lot of seaweeds mm-hmm. and cilantro. 
just depending what you like. Not everyone's a fan of each herb, so I tell my patients, just pick what works for you. And Yeah, and I went through the process of the chelation to get rid of the heavy metals, and then I did um, the baths, and then there were specific detox supplements that my functional medicine doctor gave me to detox the, and I think it had chlorella and a bunch of things in it, mm-hmm. to detox heavy metals out. So that's a great tip. So where can anyone listening find a holistic dentist, either you or someone like you, to work with? Yeah, there's some great organizations. The Holistic Dental Association has a find a provider near me website. Also, IABDM is a biological dentistry organization or biomimetic de- dentistry, so you can go on their website. IAOMT is a dental group that's specifically focused around mercury toxicity. Mm-hmm. So if you're not just looking for holistic health of decreasing inflammation, but really have a mercury-specific condition or a heavy metal-induced condition, then you can go on to um, IAMT's website and find a dentist that can remove them safely for you. Okay, well, we're going to have you back on the show for a full-length episode. I cannot wait. (laughs) All right, Food Heals Nation, I hope you're enjoying our bonus episode with these three lovely ladies, but I wanted to take a quick break and talk about how to stay healthy when you're traveling and give you one of my personal number one tips. So when I got to Puerto Rico, I was tired, I was jet lagged, I had lost four hours of sleep because of the time zone change and because of daylight saving. So I had flown overnight, I hadn't gotten much sleep, but I wanted to be able to be fully present and to be able to focus. So thank goodness for my Organifi to go juice packs. Wherever you land somewhere, you never know how long it's going to be before you find the healthy food options. Will there even be a healthy food option? Is there a juice bar? Is there a health food store? Where is the Whole Foods is what I always ask. So I got to make sure I can get in my greens wherever I am. It's going to help me with my energy, with my jet lag, with my focus, with just feeling better, with boosting my immune system. And I don't know where else you can get a serving of detoxifying herbs and veggies like chlorella, moringa, spirulina, mint, beets, matcha green tea, wheatgrass, ashwagandha, turmeric, lemon, coconut water. I don't even know what else is in there. That's enough for me. Now, I will say I lucked out in Puerto Rico because John and Kate knew I was vegan and they made sure that there were healthy vegan options for me at the house and wherever we went out to dinners, lunches, even on this amazing food tour that I'm going to tell you about at the end of the episode. And they even had green juice in the morning and Organifi packets themselves. So they're huge fans too. So in case I had forgotten, luckily they would have had my back. But the packets kept coming in handy the entire trip. Every night we'd go out to some fabulous dinners and maybe I'd have a few glasses of wine. I don't know. But in the morning I would just make a fresh Organifi drink and it really helped me kick that jet lag and get really focused and, you know, help with any lingering wine headaches. <laughs> kick those straight to the curb. And Organifi, you know, they have a special special offer for Food Heals Nation listeners. Go to Organifi.com, use the coupon code FOODHEALS, get 20% off your first order. Try it. Let me know how you like it. All right, now back to our Puerto Rico episode with Gina, Sue, and Dorothy. You're listening to the Food Heals Podcast. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes. So Sue, tell us a little bit about the inspiration behind why did you want to start a podcast? Well, for the last 40 years, it's been my life's work to change the culture of construction from being adversarial to collaborative. Mm. My very first meeting when I was young, I became the executive director of what is now the largest construction trade association. 
And my first meeting that we had, there was literally a fist fight in the bathroom. What? (laughs) (laughs) And they're fierce competitors. And so that was sort of when I had this light bulb moment that, no, they just don't understand that if they would put down their swords and work together, they could achieve a lot more. Mm-hmm. And since then, we've done all sorts of research, and we've, I've worked on my team, and I have worked on over 4,000 projects. And we've proven not only can you be successful, you can be highly more successful, like 40% more successful uh, through collaboration. So it's been a journey over many, many years to show, because you have to show them, mm-hmm. you know, that they'll get enough trust in you until you can show them, and then you show them again until they get it, and then they believe it, and then they tell others, and then you show them. And so it's just a process over time. I founded the International Partnering Institute that's a charity about 10 years ago now. Oh, so you do well and do good, like Dorothy. <laughs> I founded another charity before that, too, about 25 oh, years ago. I need you on my show. <laughs> yeah. So that's what we do, and and I uh, just love it. I love the people I get to work with. The people in construction, the salt of the earth, mm. they, be, they become successful because of their own tenacity and their own beliefs in what they're doing. And think about it, every place that we're at and everything that we see, somebody had to think that up, design it, and then build it. What could be cooler? That's very cool. And do you find the theme of collaboration coming up in other areas of your life, or do you see it happening to other people you know, the value of it? I think collaboration is the evolution of our society, even worldwide. If you think about it, it really is now a trust culture. Can you imagine 20 years ago, you call on the phone somebody and just going to pick you up in a car that you don't know and you're going to drive with them? I know. Mama always said, don't ride with strangers. And now all I have is strangers picking me up and delivering me food and coming to my house all the time, (laughs) cleaning my house. (laughs) I I think there's a whole evolution that's happening around collaboration. And so uh, construction is kind of one of those places, and my opinion was that if I could make it work there, it could absolutely work anywhere. But we've proven over and over and over that it's... It really is the evolution of where we need to go. And also it's because you have to look at the relationships. Like some relationships, you're going to go buy a new car. Well, I can go to this place or that place. I can look online. I mean, I don't need you. But in the relationship that you have on a project team, no one can succeed without the others. But they don't realize that. They walk in thinking, oh, I'm going to protect my interests. And you, know, you look out for yourself, I'll look out for myself. And they undermine themselves before they even started. Mm, yeah. So no one succeeds then. How do you create a culture of collaboration? We have a process that I've developed, a system over time, that creates norms of collaboration. We call it structured collaborative partnering. And it's the values of kindness, caring, trust, have honesty, open, honest dialogue, and issue resolution. And so we go in and we conduct sessions with the team, everyone that's involved, and we show them what the research is, what they need to do, how we were going to do it, and then they co-create goals that they think are 
exceptional. Who wants to be normal or just regular? What's <laughs> exceptional? And what are you going to aim towards that would be exceptional? And then we hold them accountable to that through a scorecard that we have every month that measures between one, how did we do with what we said we were going to do at one or five, which is excellent. And then we have an algorithm that looks at all the scores across all the people that it calculates a momentum score. And then we come back every single month. Mm and do it over the life of the project. So if there's an issue, we're gonna, we're gonna resolve that issue and it's not gonna go farther than a month. And that's how we, so we get a lot of momentum and the projects are highly successful. It becomes predictable. Mm. You know, I love the idea of co-creation, and I think that's something that I've discovered in my life that really, really helps me up-level my health, up-level my business, up-level my life. Because if you have an accountability partner that is working with you, whether it's starting an exercise routine or a nutrition plan, then you're going to go farther than if you're going at it alone. So you're collaborating in that respect. Same with business. We're all here to mastermind with two of the people that you know we really look up to in the podcasting world, JLD and Kate, and we're building connections right now that are hopefully going to last a lifetime and we're collaborating and helping each other so when we're all in the hot seat mastermind and JLD or Kate are giving us advice we're all also giving each other advice and seeing things that sometimes the other person can't see and that's a form of collaboration as well and co-creation it's beautiful co-creation is awesome because that's what keeps me excited after all these years is 33 years this year but when you walk into a room with a group of people, I trust with my life mm. that there is a collective wisdom in that team. Mm. And that wisdom is going to, if you create the right atmosphere, that wisdom is going to emerge and create things that are just unbelievable that you never would be able to do if you hadn't had everyone together. Everyone plays their part and everyone has their role. And it is the differences that makes the power. Mic drop. <laughs> Absolutely. Beautifully stated. Very profound. Thank you for sharing that. So, Dorothy, what is the inspiration behind Do Well and Do Good, and what kind of wine are we drinking? <laughs> I have no idea what kind of wine we're drinking. It is red. I know that. <laughs> but yeah, as far as the inspiration behind what I do, I mean, I think that for me personally, achieving this quote unquote success, you know, whatever that means. It's always been something that has been important to me. And I actually, you know, as I went through school, my goal was to become an accountant. That was really, you know, what I saw as, you know, okay, if I can graduate, if I can get a job with a big four accounting firm, then I'll have, I'll have made it. I'll have a steady, secure career. And what happened for me was that my senior year, I was introduced to this whole world of personal development for the first time. And it was really the only time that I'd asked myself, you know, wait a second, is a career in accounting going to make me not only successful, but happy? And I really couldn't answer that in the affirmative. And, and so I ended up just making a massive leap. Um, I graduated and two weeks later called up the big four firm that I'd landed the job with, told them I wasn't coming and jumped into, into a startup, which was such a, a whirlwind for me. And, you know, as I kind of discovered my, my own entrepreneurial ambitions, 
I had a lot of shame almost that was associated with my drive to make a lot of money. And what I realized is it's because so many of us have this perception, you know, of the <laughs> the guy standing in front of his Lamborghini or bragging about his private jet and it just feels so I don't know what you mean. Yeah. Who are right? you talking about? <laughs> and it just feels so gross, right? <laughs> it's just it, but the thing is is what I eventually came to realize is that you know, I did have what at the time I saw as opposing ambitions, right? So I did have a drive to make great money, but then I also really wanted to make an impact. You know, I, I want to help people. I think that as humans, all of us have this fundamental human need for contribution. Mm -hmm. And if we are not working towards that, if we are not acting on that, then we're not going to feel fulfilled. And that's why you see so many people who are rich and miserable. Right. And so really what I wanted to do with my show was to really give people a way to understand that these things aren't opposing at all. In fact, they actually go hand in hand. You know, the more abundance that you're able to create in your life, not only is that going to give you choices, it's going to give you freedom, it's going to give you, you know, options, but it's going to give you leverage that you can use to make that impact on the world that you want to make. You know, if you're struggling to pay the electric bill or if you're, you know, miserable because you're fighting with your spouse, you know, over money issues, then how are you going to have the mental, emotional space or the time to be able to, you know, go out into the world and, and do these things that, that really are going to make an impact. And so I think that as a society, we have so many massive problems that need to be solved. And unless we as individuals can really, you know, rise up and fulfill our own individual potential, then these issues aren't going to be addressed. And so that was really my inspiration behind the show. And I think, you know, I'm still very much on this journey. You know, yeah. I have my own limiting beliefs, my own head trash that I'm still working through, but I'm doing it with my audience because I truly believe that it's for the greatest good. Like another mic drop. <laughs> Like, where do you guys come from? Okay, so you remind me of, you're like the epitome of the quote, be the change you want to see. Thank you. And like, I feel like it's such an overused quote, but it resonates so much with me because we all, you know, you want to see change, you have to be it. And that's what you're doing and that's what you're preaching and that's what you're, you know, showing up for and as. Yeah, I think that so many of us are just expecting someone else to deal with it. Mm -hmm. You know, we're, we're expecting someone else to solve these problems, to address homelessness and hunger and climate change. I mean, whatever it is that you're passionate about, that you care about, I mean, you can't just wait for someone else to handle it because what if they don't, you know? <laughs> and, and so that's what I think is so critical. And then also, you know, if you are entrepreneurial, you know, if you're a business owner, there's this trend that we're seeing in for-purpose businesses. So, you know, right, there's there's obviously for-profit businesses and then there's nonprofits. And nonprofits are doing such amazing work in the world, but you know, I've I've heard someone say the quote, which I thought was kind of funny, you know, nonprofits are inherently non-profitable. Right. And so <laughs> and so, you know, it takes funds to be able to really make make change. And so, you know, when nonprofits are just they're constantly in this state of, of having to come up with cash, right? And so what I love about this 
way that you can merge these two things into a for purpose business where giving back is inherently built into your business model. And I think that this is something that consumers are going to start to demand. I mean, if you have a choice between, you know, buying your t-shirts from a business that is, you know, giving back to feed kids versus, you know, one that isn't, I mean, what are you going to choose? And so as this becomes more prominent, which it, it absolutely is. I mean, Tom's shoes was kind of the first I one that got, of Tom's, yeah. yeah, that's the first one that really got, you know, national attention, really mass publicity, but these businesses are now today cropping up everywhere. And so I think that it's something that consumers are becoming more aware of. Businesses are becoming more aware of that, you know, it's not only good for, you know, us, as, as people, but it's really what is going to be able to solve these massive problems that our world is facing. Absolutely. Preach, girl. Hashtag preach. <laughs> All right. I know we have to wrap up soon because we have a dinner to attend, ladies. Woo! But what I want to ask you all before we wrap up is really give us your parting words of wisdom. What's your biggest takeaway so far from our Portapalooza mastermind and where can everyone find you online? Oh gosh, that's such a heavy question. Let's see. There's been so much. I mean, I think for me, it's been the biggest lesson has been to not be afraid to be vulnerable, not be afraid to be authentic. I mean, I think that I, what I've recognized during this event is that I have actually shied away from my own mission, my own message, because of my own fear that people are going to associate with me with those, you know, Lam- Lamborghini yeah. douchebags. Because we despise <laughs> them so much that we want to make sure that we're nothing like them. But then at the same time, you don't want it to take away from your actual mission, mission which is altruistic and good. Exactly. And so, you know, I think that I have almost hid from my own purpose. And so just recognizing that, I mean, sometimes I think we're so close to our own stuff that we can't see what we can so easily see in another person. And so, you know, that has really been the biggest takeaway for me. Um, As far as where you can find me, you know, I definitely would love to connect with anyone who's listening on Instagram or Facebook, Dorothy Ilson. So that's at Dorothy, D-O-R-O-T-H-Y-I-L-L-S-O-N. And so also, you know, obviously my podcast, I would love to, you know, share this message with you and really help you to work through these, these things for yourself. And so you can search for do well and do good on the iTunes store, anywhere that you listen to podcasts. And I would love to connect with you. Yes. And her podcast is fabulous food heals nation. I'm a huge fan. You should listen to. All right, Sue, what's your biggest takeaway and where can everyone find you online? Well, I haven't been in the hot seat yet, so I don't know what I'm going to uncover, but I'm sure there will be a lot. Do you have a takeaway from listening to other people, like any aha moments or anything that you're just like, wow, I can implement that too, or something that you didn't think about before? Absolutely. With every single person, I've learned a ton from also about how smart everyone in the room is. (laughs) That's really the the brilliance in the room is is what probably what has stood out to me the most. Yeah, and it goes back to the collaboration thing. I can learn something from each one of you, and each one of you can learn something from me because we're all on different journeys, but we have so many similarities along our path. And I think that's that's my favorite thing is like when I'm listening to you, I'm hearing you say something that applies to me, and I'm like, oh my God, I never thought of that. That's brilliant. And it's not necessarily only getting insight from our teachers, but also from each other. Absolutely. There is definitely a collective wisdom. And then it's also fun to watch John yeah, and just uh, see how his brain works. I, I think that's fascinating, just thinking how he sees it and how he can 
put these together and his strategies are so brilliant and magnificent. And so that's very, it's very fun. Very, very fun. And you can find me on LinkedIn, Sue Dyer. Perfect. All right. Thank you, Sue. All right, girl, what's your biggest takeaway so far? Um, My biggest takeaway too is that it piggybacks on what everyone else has said, but that this world now can be a collaborative, supportive place. In the past, you know, many people saw, um, you know, succeeding both financially and um, health-wise, and everything is like competition, like, right, lose, I'm going to be the biggest loser when it comes to weight and health. No, it's not about who can lose 20 pounds or who can lose 25 in a week, and it's not about who can make a million or two million. At the end of the day, it's how we all feel working together, and everyone's passion and collaboration, I think, just throws it out there, and it's really rewarding to not only have contribution to your own clarity and feel some kind of weight off your shoulder once other people kind of are like, yeah, like this is what speaks to us, Um, go for it. It also, you feel really good contributing to other people's because you're like, if they get, they go then run with this, I'm so happy for them. Like this is what they want in their life and they've just kind of stepped back or been fearful before. And right, I see my, you know, my specific area is just, you know, helping to support everyone in their health when it comes to kind of right. Everything from mindset to heart set to gut set, it's all together. It's one body. And if it's not not functioning, you can't you can't be part of the world in an impactful way. One hundred percent. All right, where can everyone find you online? Where can you find me? MarylandHolisticDentistry.com. <laughs> um, I know I need to get to some other states, <laughs> um, but we do have lots of individuals that come to see me personally from Delaware, Virginia, um, DC. But I'm hoping that's one of the things I'm hoping to get out of this group this week is to find out how more how that I can connect with all of the listeners of different health podcasts and anyone that's interested in getting. Well well on an online platform so hope to see you on some zoom or podcast soon because <laughs> that's where i think i can help people Amazing. more yeah instead of being location based yeah well thank you for the work that you do thank you for interviewing us okay last question what is your message to jld and kate Oh gosh, I am just so overwhelmed with gratitude for the clarity that I've received. I mean, I think coming into this, I had such a hazy idea of what I wanted out of it, but John and Kate really just had such a talent for giving me what I needed. And so that's definitely the biggest thing for me. I mean, that's the biggest thing is like, we don't always get what we want, we get what we need. And that's something that they're very good at. Like, they'll just break it down. They're not going to sugarcoat it. They're not going to say, oh, that's a good idea when they think it's not. They're going to be like, no, you're going to do this. And it's going to be way more impactful. And you're like, you're right. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) What about you? I'm struck by how gracious they are, uh, very much just giving and uh, with just openly, but also, you know, pretty truthful when you suck, you suck, uh, (laughs) but in a kindest way. (laughs) And I think that's great. Plus, uh, everyone here, too, being open and just welcoming. It's been wonderful. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. All right, Gina. Yeah, I think the most insightful thing that I see is just that they can really pinpoint what exact, even though we have all these ideas, we're not sure where to go, they can give us the confidence and faith in us and to pull out the ideas and the focus and clarity where that if you do that, that's what is going to bring your passion to the world, what's going to give you, keep you on purpose. Yeah. So I just, having someone be able to pull that out of you and have faith in you and confidence to make the next step, I think is huge. 
Beautiful. Well, thanks, ladies, for sharing. And what I would just add to that is um, if you're listening to this podcast and you're like us and you want to start a podcast or you have a podcast and, you know, you need that next level of inspiration, this is my second time at Portapalooza. They've done it twice, and I came back for a reason um, because the first time was so impactful on my business and my life and because of the value that I got and because of the kindness that they showed me and everyone else and because of the connections I made at the first one. I'm so grateful to make connections with all of you girls and some of the other people who aren't on the podcast right now who are running and doing other things while we drink wine they're (laughs) running (laughs) but uh you know I came back for a reason because of the impact and I know that if you're listening right now and you're like us and you want to start something just reach out let me know and I'll connect you because these events only happen once a year and they're hugely impactful and we love them so thanks JLD and Kate and thanks ladies for being on the food heals podcast All right, Food Heals Nation, I hope you enjoyed my interviews with Dr. Gina, Sue, and Dorothy. If you're living under a rock and you don't know about JLD and Kate, make sure to check out the Entrepreneurs on Fire podcast and Kate's Take, which are two of my favorite business podcasts, and they really delve into how to have a healthy business too. So you'll definitely resonate with what they have to say. If you come to Podcast Movement or PodFest, uh, you might see us at karaoke because that's how we roll. Um, We always end up hanging out, hosting the late night karaoke party off the books, off the record. But I hope to see you there next time. If you want to join us in Podcast Movement this year, 2019, use the coupon code FOODHEALS and you'll save 50 bucks. You'll probably hang out with Dorothy and Sue and Dr. Gina and Erica Mandy and lots of other fabulous friends. And what we didn't get to talk about because it hadn't happened yet when we recorded this episode is that our last two days were a Food Heals Nation dream. We spent two days on basically a food tour of old San Juan, Puerto Rico. And it was really fun. Um, It turns out San Juan is a very vegan friendly city. So our last day of the mastermind, we spent with our entire group exploring the city. It's like this gorgeous coastal town, so much rich history, so many pictures. I think we almost broke Instagram. And JLD and Kate actually told me that they did kind of plan the food tour with Food Heals Nation in mind. It was awesome. So it was led by Spoonfed Tours. Check them out at Spoonfed Tours on Instagram. And our tour guide took us to five of the most historical places that use local and sustainable foods. And the best part about it was they made sure, this is so sweet, that there was a vegan option at every spot for me. So I got to have a vegan mompongo, which is one of the specialty dishes in Puerto Rico and all kinds of things. My mouth is still watering from this delicious Puerto Rican coffee we had. Pablo from Spoonfed Tours took us to a coffee shop where the coffee comes from Hacienda Tres Angeles. <laughs> Hopefully I pronounced that right. I should be able to say it. I live in Los Angeles, so it's Los Angeles in Espanol, I believe. Please excuse my poor accent to all my Latino friends. <laughs> So Juan, the owner, had this vision, and he saw his wife and kids enjoying the sunshine and the coffee fields and playing, and talk about manifestation, because less than a year and a half later, he actually turned this dream into a reality. And this cup of coffee was so good, everyone was like floored. You know, I I just got back from Australia, and everyone's like, the coffee in Australia is better than anything. And I was like, oh, this kind of tastes like Starbucks. 
the coffee in Puerto Rico was ridiculous. It had no sweetener, no syrup, no sugar, but it still managed to taste like a caramel latte. I'm not even kidding. So check out the coffee if you're in Puerto Rico. Check out Pablo at Spoon Fed Tours. He will take care of you. And I just love a company that has a delicious product and has a beautiful story behind it. That's what this is all about, right? And so that is what the whole food tour was about. So then the last day, Dorothy and I from today's episode, we had some time to kill before heading to the airport. And so we decided to extend our food tour because the airport is like, I don't know, 10 or 15 minutes away from old San Juan. So we went back and we made up our own vegan tour. So I just want to shout out two amazing restaurants we hit up. And thank you to Chelsea La Congo because you were Instagramming me, DMing me while I was there. You slid into my DMs, girl. Thank you. And um, you let me know about these two restaurants. So shout out to Chelsea. You can follow her at Chelsea La Congo. The first is the stuffed avocado. So it's not fully vegan, but it's super healthy and it's adorable. And they were very accommodating, such a cute spot. It reminded me of a pokey place with just a simple menu, lots of toppings. We split an avocado loaded with all sorts of vegan goodies. It was just so flavorful. And next time, because we ran out of time, but I got to try the chocolate avocado mousse. So definitely check that out if you are in the area. The next restaurant we went to was Cafe Berlin. It was a little more upscale. It's more of a sit-down restaurant, and they have a whole vegan section on the menu. And if you're gluten-free, they've got you covered too. Lots of choices. We had like the best plantain dish and Their coffee was also divine, by the way. So shout out to them. I swear, Puerto Rico has the best coffee. I brought some home. Like Kate and JLD actually gifted us some. And I had some, I got some last year too. And then this year at the airport, I was just like buying coffee. Anyway, so again, shout out to JLD and Kate for an amazing mastermind experience. I'm so grateful for them for bringing us all together. I made some great friends, had some wonderful travel experiences and got new business ideas coming up on the horizon. Lots to share. And I I will share when I can. So this is the last episode of our three-part travel series. If you haven't listened to parts one and two, go listen now. I had such a blast with my girls, Whitney, Melissa, Erica, and Leslie. I want to thank them for joining me. Please follow them. Whitney, Eco Vegan Gal, Melissa, Fork and Plants, Erica at The Newsworthy, and Leslie at Leslie Durso. They are my favorite peeps. We had so much fun. I gave you lots of travel tips. The last one that I want to make sure that I give you because I always use these apps are if you find yourself traveling in unfamiliar territory, there are some really easy ways that you can find healthy, organic, plant-based options. So one of my favorite resources is Happy Cow. Just type in your city and it'll give you restaurants, shops nearby that are either vegan or vegan friendly. You can also look for gluten-free. You can just look for healthy, <laughs> low-calorie menus. It's really easy to search that way. And then of course, Yelp. You can search the word vegan. You can search the word gluten-free. Open up the map to see which places pop up right near you. You can filter the reviews. I love filtering reviews by keywords that I'm looking for. Sometimes I need a place with coffee and Wi-Fi. So you can literally search the reviews for Wi-Fi, search the reviews for vegan, whatever it is that you're looking for, and see what people have to say. It's really helpful. Now, there's a lot of a-holes out there who just want to complain. So if there's one bad review, don't let that shun you from going. If there's a lot of bad reviews, okay, maybe. (laughs) But that's it for the travel tips. I know I rambled a little bit on this one and this wasn't a typical Food Heals episode, but I hope you enjoyed getting to know some of my new friends and stay tuned next time Food Heals Nation. We've got some great guests 
Coming up, we're doing a cancer series. And I know that sounds like, oh my God, cancer. But these are going to be some incredible resources for you. I'm talking to Dr. Roy Vongtama, UCLA oncologist, who uses nutrition, alternative medicine, mindset, all of the things to help his patients heal from cancer. It's going to blow your mind. And then we've got two episodes after that that are miraculous cancer healing stories to inspire you and awaken you to the fact that a healing miracle is always possible. See you next time, Food Heals Nation. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This podcast is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, developing a more positive outlook on life. In rare cases, women have experienced a strong desire to stop asking their boyfriends if they look fat in this dress. If you experience any of these symptoms, post a selfie to Instagram immediately.